Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the Mojo Maker and host Nikki Fogden Moore, the Vitality Expert, dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life-leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with life. Hi guys, uh, welcome back to the Mojo Maker Show and Vitality Coach TV and I'm very excited on today's episode because I have one of my divine girlfriends, uh, business mogul, radio host, face of the 80s, 90s and the 2000s, my dear friend and fabuloso Carly Wacker from World of Wacker. Carly, welcome. Nikki Fogden, well, what a pleasure to be on your show. You know, it's so funny, we, we're actually quite close distance-wise, the fact, you know, you're a Noosa, but it takes a coronavirus for us to finally go live. Can you believe it? All good things we must wait for. <laughs> yeah, and I think what's going to be fabulous today, uh, uh, which is exactly what we're kind of demonstrating here, is how do you keep your mojo and rediscover your creativity when what you thought you were building has com been completely turned upside down? So before we start, I would love to put you in the hot seat, and if you could just give us your elevator pitch of, how wonderful you are, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I think I've always been an entertainer. I was producing shows in the neighbourhood as a little girl, so it was a natural progression for me to go on and pursue a career in the entertainment industry. I danced in the United States. I came back to Australia. I uh, embarked on what I thought was going to be this most fabulous acting career and dancing career, and I ended up on radio. And I guess that's where I was meant to be because I could use all the things that I wanted. Uh, you know, I could use my voice as well as, uh, you know, being an entertainer. And, and so I ended up on radio and I travelled all around Australia and I got to work in some really interesting small country towns and little communities. And that's where I discovered the real need for supporting a local community. And so without knowing it, I was uh, un unveiling what was going to be the next part of my life. And that was uh, to become a brand ambassador for local businesses. And fashion has always been a major interest of mine. So when I moved to Noosa in 2012, I became immersed in the community and I got to know all the fashion and uh, local businesses and I became a real voice for them. And that uh, then ended up in me founding with my co-founder, Jacinta Ems, Runway Fashion Australia, which is a sustainable fashion show that was meant to launch on the 21st of March this year. But of course, due to our restrictions and social distancing, that has been postponed. So I think one of the things when I was doing like a little live Facebook chat, which I'm now, we're going to do on YouTube going forward, but, and I asked for comments about what are people really needing to harness right now. So if you're listening to this show, I just want to give you a little reminder that I don't do hope projects. This isn't a survival guide. This is about thriving. This is about understanding, unleashing and unlocking the amazing potential that comes with just being present. So uh, one of the questions you asked me, Carly, was how do we help local creative businesses find their creative mojo again and get inspired when there's, they feel like there's a lot of restrictions, the word, 
uh, anti-business, anti-social, like all the kind of usual outlets for creativity they might have normally kind of anchored onto might have been taken away. It's really tough because at the moment we're all thinking, well, what is there to look forward to? And when you don't have that, that, that benchmark or that goalpost, it's like, what's the point of planning and putting in, you know, um, creativity when you just don't know when that's going to come about? So I guess, how do you, Nikki, find that motivation when you lack motivation entirely? Well, I think the first step is let's address the major statement that you just said, which is there's nothing to look forward to. And I think that probably encapsulates probably the subconscious feeling that even though people are posting things on Facebook and they're putting their dog and their cat and their husband dressed up in some kind of ensemble or their kids doing (laughs) dances, I think underneath it or the underlying truth is not a lot of people do feel excited about the future because the one that they had built was torn down. And I always say you can't build towers on quicksand. So uh, I would, at the first thing, as I'd say, is choose your thoughts wisely and change your language. So what we're going through at the moment on a collective level is a reprogramming of what success, validation and business and your whole life looks like, um, which is what if instead of looking outward, you actually accepted that you could give yourself everything that you needed, that your family, that your community, that we already have every single ingredient we need to bake a magic cake of absolute extraordinary collaboration. But we've been so busy being deprogrammed to post something and get a validation from it and to open a store. And it's not only till you have you know, your name on a, a design warehouse with 30 staff in it and, a, and a, a video of boxes lined up that you've really made it. And what you'll find is a lot of organizations that were outwardly successful folded because the inner workings were on quicksand. So the first thing I'd like to say is that your perception of reality must change, which is this is actually the most exciting time in our universe for many, many decades. This is the time when we have an opportunity as independent, beautiful individuals to really discover both the yin and yang that we've all got within us that's been shut down because we were told to do things a certain way. So it's going to take courage. Uh, It's going to take a sense of excitement. It's going to take great friendships to go, why not? Not why would you, not where would you go, but why not? Like if anything, this is the time to do those crazy ideas. And if you are a creative person, you've actually got an advantage because you have an imagination. You know, you have a brilliance, a creativity, a kaleidoscope of intellectual, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is that you get your your mojo from to tap into that a lot of people haven't even unlocked in themselves yet, but they all have. So you actually have a greater gift than probably 30 or 40% of people going through this with you already have permission to be creative. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a creative industry and you're already in fashion or your design or whatever, you've already got permission, not that we ever need it, to explore your crazy ideas. So first of all is, is reprogram what's next. Yeah. I found very personally, as you and I have discussed before, that One of the things that I go back to that you shared recently was to not to have a to-do list, but to have a to-be list. And every single day I remind myself of that. And that's also what I'm sharing with my my small fashion business friends. Because right now, instead of thinking, oh, I've got to do this or I've got to do that, why don't we think about what what we can be? And that that was just, it resonated with me. So I thank you so much for sharing that, Nikki. 
Well, I just think, you know, one of the great things about our friendship is the raw honesty. And, and I think I, so the first thing is, um, hold your, if you really love someone, you hold them accountable for their language and you, and you don't just let them get away with God, this is such a stressful time. And have you seen this? You say, what the flying F, what are you doing? Like you have the exact, this, your reality is the duality of black or white. It's how you see it. It's because, you know, look, we have, we're so lucky, Carly. I always get up every morning, me and Roxy, we're like, woo, you know, because we have beautiful roof over our heads. The sun is shining. We, you know, we're all connected. We have the internet. When our grandparents or great grandparents went to war or were shipped off, there were no phones. There was no internet. There was no connectivity. They had to find ways to survive in here, right? So the first port of call to anyone listening to this little episode today is to, first of all, know, flip the coin. It's going to be amazing. And secondly, you are in the driver's seat. So as you said, the to be list, I just did a video on this um, just for my channel, which is if you have a list of needs, if you need the government to do this or your partner to do this, ask yourself, how can you fulfill that first? Where, you know, and then creatively put the domino effect of needing everything to be perfect and get back to basics and play like a kid. So anyone in fashion anyone with a creative brain should be embracing the childlike spirit that comes with that imagination. And I think we've got so much time to play and and we've forgotten to play. So now is that perfect time to play and go back to our childhood. I think that's really great advice. Yeah. So um, do that. And remember that if you're in alignment, um, and I'm just going to quote someone, which you're all going to laugh at, but funnily enough, Kim Kardashian actually said this at a tech conference. She said, when you (laughs) produce something, that's in alignment, you can't go wrong. But we're so busy feeling that we have to be like everybody else. We're so busy seeing all these, you know, fashion labels or startups and you see someone that you admire and they go 10 ways to become an online business coach or we just don't go within. We're so busy waiting for the formula that we don't trust that we might already have that matrix ourselves. Well, I think I started my self-discovery journey around Christmas time when I did just that. I was like, am I doing everything with purpose and passion? And they're the two key factors to doing anything. And I realized that I actually wasn't. I was doing a lot of things for instant gratification, for ego. And when I stopped down and said, I have to say no to some things because I need to be present and I need to be passionate and purposeful in everything I do, it completely changed my mindset. And so now we're you know, I'm in a situation where I don't have the opportunity to say no because there is nothing (laughs) I can say no to at the moment. So it's like the universe has gifted me this opportunity to really focus on doing everything in my life with passion and with purpose. And I'm grateful for that right now. Yeah. And I I just, I I think the other thing we want to do, Carly, is let's talk about the practical living that daily. Like it's very good to have what I call an epiphany, you know, like my clients go, oh my God. And then I'm like, inside is one thing, right? Action is the other. So if you're listening to this episode with Carly and I now, um, remember that you can't just consume ideas. It's what you do that actually creates the difference. So take away the the thing of of recognizing the language and then actually put, ask yourself, put, how am I playing today? Yeah, I love that. And this is what I do every day. Thanks to you is I, I get up and I get prepared for my day and I think, not what do I need to do today, but what do I want to be today? You know, and at the end of the day, um, at the end of your life, it's the same thing. I, people aren't going to remember what you did. They were going to remember who you are. And if you can just get into that mindset and it's, you have to remind yourself every single day yeah. as you're starting the journey, 
you can really find your authentic self. Yeah, and I think that's so brilliant. And I've just seen you flourish from, you know, and let's just go back to talking about ego and fulfillment, where we talk about the empty candy box, right? So you get this beautiful box and it's full of packaging. It looks great on the outside and you're like unwrapping it. It's got a beautiful bow and, and then you open it and there's really nothing in it. And I think yeah. we've, had a, we've had a society built on quicksand, especially when social media came out and the internet came out, an element of truth and authenticity was stripped away. And we had reality shows, reality shows. I mean, you know, that's the paradox, <laughs> right? So we, people forgot just to live their life. They were too busy watching other people live theirs. Yeah, and I think the epiphany or nikiphany for me was I was so focused on people knowing what I did for a job and having that title, but it wasn't really fulfilling me and it wasn't giving me what I needed to be in life. And so, yes, I was this package with a title, but that wasn't really who I was deep down inside. So I just let some of that go and now I find that I'm, I'm really flourishing and I'm really, I'm finding a happiness internally that I didn't have before. And people would always say to me, oh, you're so confident, Carly. And it's like, at that time, yes, I was confident externally, yeah. but internally I, I, there was nothing really giving me that sense of fulfillment to be internally confident. So I was this external confidence package. I was like that, you know, that box the of box. candy with the pretty yeah. and all that sort of stuff, but there wasn't anything inside. And so now that I've started to, to strip that down and um, get rid of that packaging and explore what's, what's going on here uh, as a person, as a human being, as someone that wants to be purposeful, then I, I found a different me and I, I found a, a greater happiness. You know, I'm just reflecting what we're talking about and how beautiful this conversation is. And it really is about purpose, not perfection. And yes. re- I don't oh. care what industry anyone is in. Uh, and this isn't really just for chicks. This is, I notice this a lot of um, men going through this journey at the moment. What happened probably when you decided to go for fulfillment from here is that you let go of a lot of judgment, not only judging what others were doing and not being enough, but feeling oh. judged, you know, like, oh. so I'm sure there was a sense of relief, but you almost have to go through a f- attitude first to get there. Like you have to get quite aggressive with your boundaries to go, no. And it's, it takes that kind of like fricking, excuse my language, but fuck off approach to you finally start realizing that it's not going to work anymore. Yeah. I found that I had to be really strict and, and, um, and aggressive with myself and my negative self-talk to get to that point though. Like I was just, you know, I, I feel like I've just been on this journey of really, um, being this one person on the outside and this completely different person on the inside. And I had to really come together and go, you know what, be kind to yourself. Stop trying to be what you think other people want you to be and just be who you are because that is actually what people like. They don't like that ego-driven Carly. They don't like that, that person that's, you know, trying to be who she thinks she's meant to be. I'm, I'm so much happier now that I, I think that I've found my authenticity. I, I know it's, it's one of those buzzwords, but I feel authentic. And I feel like now everything I do and everything I deliver is, is so much more believable. And that feels and, really good. And let's just bring that back to the totalitarian view of alignment, because when you are in that, don't you feel how easy everything is? Oh, yeah. Um, personal relationships, work, you name it. Just everyday being is easier. 
Yeah, it's a and weight so, on your shoulders. Exactly. And I think, you know, and I know that you and I have toured with the going Facebook Live or YouTube Live. I still really want to do that because I feel like, you know, we start off with an idea like we came on the show today because you're like my fashion friends are struggling with creativity. But I think the message is for anyone struggling. Where's the fight coming from? You know, where, why, why are you struggling? Because actually, if you just stop and you go, I, I surrender, I don't need to suffer anymore. I'm just going to let the process unfold. And what's really fulfilling to me, because when you start doing that, you step into your purpose which brings you into alignment, which means it's not that people didn't like how you were. You weren't in alignment because it wasn't really you. So you've attracted people that weren't in alignment with you. So there was always friction or you created partnerships that were always really hard work or you tried to sell something rather than showing and sharing, you know? So I urge anyone now with products and services and redoing your business to go, well, if I just create from within, the rest will take care of itself. Oh, that is so, so true. I think um, when you really break down all of the pieces that make you up and go back to this where we're at right now, which is this whole reset, and you go, what is it that I want to do? Not that I have to do because many of us right now don't have to do anything. What do you want to do? Yeah. When you can discover that, you you find true purpose. And I've spent all of my life up until recent times thinking, I don't have a purpose. What am I here for? What is my reason for being? And that's why I was always seeking those ego hits because yeah. I didn't really understand what my full purpose was. And maybe I was just going so full steam ahead, trying to do so much and all the things that I never really gave myself a chance to stop down and go, what is it that I want to be? Yeah. Not do. What do I want to be? Yeah. And I think we have to be gentle on ourselves in that process. Like, I always laugh at this whole forced isolation thing because I feel like I've been self-isolating for about 18 months because I've, you know, I remember I, you know, when we spoke about, you know, senior bullying and, you know, the stuff that you kind of reel from and then you realize that this is all, all chipping away at unnecessary layers and foundations and towers that were built on what I refer to again as that quicksand, which is the society framework for what success looks like. So, if you're listening to the show now with Carly and I, whether you're sitting with your headphones on or you're on your treadmill or who knows what you're doing, could be a year from now, the message is going to be the same, which is how can we simplify the insight, the aha moment and get you just to do the work, which is ask yourself, and that's where we had that to be list, which is the second thing I want to say is when you're going through this realization is giving the people that are closest to you or giving yourself the permission to discover what that's like. Because what will happen, chances are when you start to really discover your purpose, and we start to really kind of, I don't know, go with the flow, you will be challenged. You will get shiny objects thrown at you. You'll get the best deals of ever. You will, your significant partner that you never really got on with will suddenly start being nice to you, and you'll start questioning yourself. Because the yeah, ego doesn't want to be pushed out. The ego is doing yeah. push-ups in the background going, oh, no, I've run the show this entire time. I've built everything. I'm not going to let that person get away with, with feeling good about themselves and in alignment because then I'm out of a job. Look, I still have um, moments where that ego takes control and I just, I'm aware of it now. So I have to take that, that moment just to go, okay, I see what's going on here. And I, I also think that there is some, some healthy ego don't you? I mean, what, what are no, your I think thoughts drive, on I think drive and energy and 
purpose gives you energy. I think there's a difference between alignment and pride in your work because it comes from purpose than ego-driven recognition. Do you know what right. I mean? It's almost like you've got to completely keep surrendering. Even when you think you've surrendered, there's more to go. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's ego by default is edging God out or edging creation out or edging creativity out or edging origination out. Or, and what most people will find now is sitting in April is there's huge energetic shifts happening and people can explain it however they want, but we're rebirthing a new earth, a new leadership, a new economy. You know, so it's about not being overwhelmed by the external factors and constantly being able to come back within and trust self. Uh, do you want me to go a little bit woo-woo on you? Could you go woo-woo on me? So <laughs> nothing less. <laughs> if you really, if you really wanted to go a bit woo-woo, you know, usually through past lives or anything else, you get atoms. Like people always say, "Oh yeah, I, I inherited being a good musician," or I. You know, you inherit certain idiosyncrasies or values or programming or certain things because usually what happens is there's three atoms. That I think it's the perennial gland or whatever it's called, your heart atom, which in Latin is nous. And it's funny because people go, use your nous, which is oh, here, yes. N-O-U-S. It's flow. Nous is flow. It's the flow. It's oxygenated blood, right? So when you, someone has a broken heart or when your heart's blocked, you become very one-dimensional. And the other thing is your root chakra, like your core, you know, your core grounded strength and knowing that, you know, that just knowing when you make a decision, I call it quantum leadership, which is you just know, you just pause, you ask the question and you just know, there's no, oh my God, you just Gut know. feeling. Yeah. Gut it's knowledge. like, it's just that. And then you might not know the how, but that just feels right. So yeah. we, and we have those atoms, they're all passed through us. And, but what's happened is because through the industrial revolution, everything else, we've, we've gone, you know, men went off to war, women became really capable. Then we went from large monopoly businesses to entrepreneurs putting most of the jobs on the planet. And some of those entrepreneurs were 21 years old, you know, so we, we completely flipped everything, but we, we never had a blend. We always had a polarizing, an industrial revolution, a feminine, feminine revolution, a race revolution. Like it was always these big polarizing shifts. It was never this organic blended integration it was usually an intervention you know like and then change happened so what I'm trying to encourage with my coaching and my leaders and the people that I care about in my tribe is thinking about an integration so you're not just going I don't listen to my head anymore I'm going to wrap myself in a robe and on my way to a decision (laughs) 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 I'm going I'm going to actually Take an insight, trust my gut and act on it. Take an yeah. insight, trust my gut and act on it in a grounded manner. And that, I think that's my gift with my clients is take the, the vision and then ground it with the action. And that's what we that. want to do with this show is we want everyone listening to take your vision, trust that vision and ground it in action, but just go one step at a time. And I will come back to one very important point, love. Oh, yes, it's a wonderful thing. But it's what generates everything successful. Yes, yes, it does. It's it's the bricks. It's not the quicksand. So if you create from love, if you redesign your business from love, if you have a difficult discussion with staff or your team or your family, but you come from a place of love, you can't go wrong. Oh, Nikki, that's so poignant. And I think that's exactly what people need to listen to right now in the fashion industry is to go back to what they love. They started their business. They started their label. They started their creation because they, they had love pure love for what they were doing so 
get some nouse in the house and go back to the basics. What do you love to do? Start from there. Yeah. And also fall in love with yourself again and fall in love with your life again. And because then you'll genuinely create an alignment. And listen, there are many people that you can you know, once you're woke, you can't go back. You, you, yeah. And so you sit in this trench of, which is why we said in the beginning, we'll give you the epiphanies, but then we want to give you some tools to take action because otherwise you'll sit in the trench and you, you're stuck and nothing happens because, because everything that you thought and everyone around you that you built around you has got a certain language and all of a sudden you actually get repelled by that. And then, but you don't know what's there. So you're stuck and you're like far out. So what we want to encourage you if you're listening is love what you do, love who you are, be in love with, it's so important because, and allow the changes to happen and then put the work in bit by bit. Don't ignore the personal work that it takes to have self-discipline, to create a to-be list each day, to use your 1440 minutes in the day with purpose. Don't yeah. wing this time away because we will never get it back. FedEx is not sending us 1,440 minutes from yesterday again. That's exactly right. Right? And then cultivate friendships that fulfill you because that's where you'll create your greatest destiny. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. One other thing I wanted to add in this um, journey of self-discovery for me, which is what I'm calling it, is that once I broke away some of those layers and really started to to love myself and my life my relationship with my husband just blossomed because it was just us and in our real space and and neither of us were looking for an ego hit and and we were just us and it was just a wonderful thing so i think not only in business but in your personal life if you can put into place some of these actions and 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 these words of wisdom that you share with us nikki then i think that that is going to be really helpful and I, I think what happened, Carly, when you do that is when we finally stop asking, why does that person love us? And we, when, you know, because you, you're out of alignment when you look at someone that you put on a pedestal and, and you go, why would they love me? And you sabotage that because you're not loving yourself. But the step that you made was you started living from heart. Mm. And so you, so Mark already was in love with you. He already knew yeah. how beautiful you were. He already cherished all your brilliance. You just didn't see it. No, and I think that's crazy. Looking back at it now, I think I've wasted a lot of really good opportunity in life by questioning my ability and my lovability and all that sort of stuff. And it's always been there, but I've just ignored it, chosen to ignore it, or just haven't been aware well, I think so, you yeah. thought that someone else would give you permission that that's the right thing to do. You, you know, this is the whole thing about power right now. So if you are in business, freaking get in the driver's seat, you know, create something that you love and defend it, mm. right? Defend your fashion design, yes. defend your starting. And if you are stuck on resources for getting illustration ready or how to build a website or get curious, just go create yeah. or ask the thousands of people that have all the skills you might not have just ask but don't feel that it's a vulnerability go and start attracting those people in so don't chase but attract yeah I think that's another really important point to make is that now is the time that people are willing to share information they've got the time and they've got the skills and and they've got the want to to share Mm. because everyone's you know doing this together right now and so surround yourself with all those people that can make your business even better when we get back to that point. But I just, I just go back to the whole, you know, to, to be rather than to do. It's so important to remind myself and yourself every day. Just be 
who you want to be. Be the business that you want to be. Don't do a business. Don't do what you think you need to do. I love that. It just, it resonates with me so much, Nikki. That's why I keep talking about it. Yeah, but it's so awesome because I think then when you start doing that, the busyness and the having all the meetings and having all the sales coming, you always have to let all of that go. It's the same thing in relationships. If you've suddenly, if your GPS is going to love, it won't be a known path if you haven't already had that. So you have to let go of filling the gaps. You have to allow space. There's going to be a lot of gaps because you're required to then be creative. So don't be afraid of the space this decision creates. I know, but I was afraid of that. And I still find that really troubling that downtime, that space, like I want to, I feel like I need to be feeling it the whole time. It's really hard not to do. <laughs> yeah. So, and maybe that's something we can talk about on one of our live things is how to, how to, you know, understand the use of time from alignment rather than looking at it as it, that, cause I always say like, if, if you shove a t-shirt in every gap in the wall, there's no space for beauty to come in. There's no space for the sunlight cause you've shoved, you've blocked all the holes up. And that's kind of what we've done in life is we've Oh no, I've got a full gender and you know. Yeah. So as long as those those gaps are done with value-based decisions, that's fine. But if if you've gone from having a really busy business to nothing, trust that process if your heart's in it, because it will be okay. But but lean on people. So, you know, like maybe that's something make sure you have a mentor and you have someone that's aligned with you and you can talk about it because it is otherwise you'll go back to stuck because fear will take over. Why do you think we feel so guilty about having that quiet time and having those gaps and having that downtime? Because it all comes back to programming and validation. Like, you know, well, if you don't work for it, it's not worth it. Or what are you doing sitting around doing nothing? And this whole kind of Calvinistic period of time where certain programming, the younger generation now being like, don't work so hard. You look like you're an overachiever, you know, like it's flipped on its head. So, yeah. and, the, and so there's just all these statements that have been thrown out as programming that sit in our subconscious. And I'm asking people to go to their super conscious, you know, and to recognize that your ego is just the anchor to keep you stuck. So when you recognize it, mine's called Bob. I go, ah, there you go, Bob. Because <laughs> um, your ego never leaves you. Like, it's like, it's part of your blueprint. You've just got to understand yeah. what are you going to feed the black wolf or the white wolf? Yeah, right. So you go, oh, yeah. So you just kind of got to give it a bit of a giggle and say, hand me the remote back. You know, it's the guy that sits on the sofa and has the remote change and you're like, ah. <laughs> I've totally just named my ego now. It's Carlisha. She's my little R&B wannabe hip hop chick no, from the 90s. girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, go there, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so naming your ego, and Eckhart Tolle says this in the New Earth when he was, you know, standing on the bridge about to commit suicide, sadly. He said, who's asking me this question of who am I? Who, like there was no one next to him. So yeah. when you understand that you're a blend of light and dark, you know, and I wish I could share, I could swear explicitly on the show because God knows I'd love it, um, but I can't, is, is really embracing both sides of yourself. Whatever got you to this point when you're listening to Carly and I right now and our little our little banter is it's okay. Like cool because it, it's all of you. It's, it's all of us, you know? And I think when you embrace that and you just give your ego a name and you know that it's always going to be there, it's just like that annoying neighbor. Get out of here. Yeah. And you just go, I hear you, but I choose this. Yes. Oh, and that's where the power comes from. So if you're in business and you've lost your creativity, 
it's only because it's a reflection that years and years of how you ran your business was based on outside validation. And this is a beautiful time for you to go within and to probably access a sense of creativity and success that you never even realized you were capable of before. Because when you're in alignment, the energy, the love, the conviction, the passion, the knowledge that gets brought to you, you know, you walk around and you go, there's nobody to tell, but it's just, it exudes out of you and it holds you up when you feel you can't stand anymore. I feel like having had this conversation with you and those that have listened to this up to this point will just be so excited about what's to come at the end of this lockdown or social distancing or what have you. I think that that we're going to see a huge spike in creativity and, and some really fabulous stuff. Yeah. And thank you so much, Carly. And I just, I just want to bring us back as well to go, just be in the now, like don't try and imagine what it could look like when, because that's us trying to control in three weeks and six months. Just what if we just, what if this was our new normal? Yeah. That's kind of tough to absorb though. I, you know, like I said at the beginning of this discussion, I've always had like a goalpost and, and, and an event to look forward to and, and all this sort of stuff. So that's, it's really tough to just, um, just be in the now. It's a challenge, but I'm willing to take it. Yeah. And I'm really privileged to be in your uh, now with you, you know, and to have the friendship and the, and the, the vibration to, to be there. And, and I just want to say this to anyone, nobody's asking you to come out with pom-poms and go namaste all the time because that's not reality. Remember light and dark, good and great and bad and challenging. Just feel it all, you know, get in there with your emotions because that's how the greatest love songs were written. That's how the greatest art was created. That's how that's how things were built out of necessity. So don't shy away from that. Dive into it is what I would say. Mm, I love it. So I'm diving into my day now. Woohoo. Well, thank you, Carly Wacker. You can hear more about this episode on the show. Uh, head over to the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube. Please like, subscribe, share. We would really love that. World of Wacker uh, on Instagram is the beautiful Carly there. And also NFOG did more. Vitalitycoach.com.au will be the official blog site for this post. And we'll be sharing it through the usual channels. Podcast, the Mojo Maker Show is live across all podcast platforms. And we can't wait to bring you more insights, inspiration on how you can really be in the driver's seat for your life, whatever industry you're in, whatever age, title, whatever. Just remember that you are everything you need to be, right, Carly? Oh, absolutely. And just do everything that your heart desires right now because you never know what's around the corner. We'd love to hear your success stories or what you've done with this podcast episode as well. If you'd like more extra tools or to connect with us, please leave a comment. And most importantly, you stay healthy, wealthy, wise. And thank you so much from both of us for joining us on the show to bring you some magic in your day, wherever you are. Thanks, Carly. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we'd love your review on iTunes or you can jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au. For more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.